Here we go! In case of emergency, the exits are here, 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 anywhere! Welcome to Behind the Dreams Podcast. My name is Jordan Wiegand, and I have my sister, Christian Allgaier, on the line here. Hello. And uh, we are just now starting this podcast where we talk all things Disney, including the parks, the movies, and television. Um, So we just thought we'd go over and kind of describe our favorite characters um, and movies and stuff over the next few weeks. But today we're starting with movies. Um, So Christian, do you want to say what your favorite Disney movie is? Yeah, uh, my favorite is Beauty and the Beast. And why is that? Um, I guess, well, all except for the book part, I kind of um, saw myself in her in a bit or whatever <laughs> as a little girl. Other than yeah. reading. Other than reading. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see, my favorite, if we're not including, you know, like Pixar, uh, it's probably like Aladdin or The Lion King. Mm, yeah. I have a tough time picking between those. I think the music and both of them are very good. And uh, I really like the um, the humor in both of those. You know, having the genie and uh, Timon and Pumbaa and those. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing that really makes those movies. Yeah. Okay, so um, I guess what we'll do now is we'll get into the news. What we're doing uh, this week is recapping D23 two months late. Extra, extra, read all about it! This segment is called Around the World and Across the Lands, where we go into the news of the theme parks. Um, so, the land finally got its official name. It is Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Uh, that will be the official name for the Star Wars-inspired lands at Disneyland Resort and the Walt Disney World Resort. Um, so, uh, what, what do you make of the name there? Uh, were you expecting it just to be Star Wars Land, or were you expecting a change there? No, I was kind of expecting just Star Wars Land. Actually, I didn't realize that they were um, looking for a more official name, but I like it. I like Alfred. I think it's a good name. Yeah, I think it sounds a lot better than uh, just having Star Wars Land. You know, Star Wars Land just sounded like one of those fan-dubbed uh, names for it while we yeah. were waiting, waiting for something else. Yeah, you, know, you can't just add land to, to everything. Yeah, yeah. No. You know, like Avatar Land was called Avatar Land until it came out with the name Pandora. That's true. Um so yeah, I, I, I like it. I'm excited. Star Wars is, you know, uh, one of my favorite movies. So I am patiently awaiting that, hope, hoping that the trip I take there is um, when it's open. It's supposed to open at the end of 2019 for uh, Disney World Resort and probably around summer of 2019 for um, Disneyland, California. I'm excited about it. Yeah, was... you don't even really watch Star Wars, so it's... <laughs> I have watched it now with the boys. <laughs> yeah, but for um, yeah, for a while there, you were not um, watching the originals, at least. Um, you've seen The Force Awakens and Rogue One, though. So. Yeah, well, and I've seen the, I guess, four, five, six. Oh, okay. Still haven't watched one, two, three, but I'm not really, I don't know, I can't get into it. All right, so the second update we've received from D23 uh, was... Um, 
the attraction Mickey and Minnie's Run <coughs> Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which is um, a tongue twister, and it's uh, supposed to be replacing the Great uh, Move Ride. Something that was learned. I mean, I had heard about this on rumors on you know, message boards and forums for you know a better part of a year now, but um, I did. I don't think anybody had said at that point that it was supposed to be. It's all the new Mickey Mouse shorts. I was just assuming it's going to be a Mickey Mouse ride, like a you know standard yeah yeah Mickey Mouse. Um, and I'm not too crazy about the new shorts of Mickey Mouse. I mean, I'll give it a shot. I'm, I'm glad Mickey is having his own attraction. Yeah. Uh, what was your takes on this? I mean, I do wish it was in a different way because, like you said, I'm not a huge fan of the new like animation that they use for the Mickey mm -hmm. shorts and stuff, but. I'm kind of glad to see something new going on. I know a lot were upset about the great movie ride, and mm -hmm. I did like that ride. But at the same time, it you know you keep going; it's the same thing over and over. You know, it just and it doesn't provide as much you know excitement or thrill. So I'm excited to see something different. And yeah, for Mickey to be having his own thing. I mean, after all this time, finally. Yeah, and I think um, one of the about it, um, the great movie ride, is that they kind of had already made changes to it that I wasn't so crazy about, like when they limited the host's uh, interactions and added more of a um, narrator onto it yeah. that would just play when you're going. You know, yes, that kind of yeah, really I, limited the the host's interaction with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, I, I don't think I've even written it since they did that, but mm. I had heard about it. Yeah, it was it was very different. Like, you know, they would still do like the shootout at like the Western place or the gangster alley place, depending on you know where you were at in the ride. Um, but they would, um, you know, like going into Alien and and other places like that, it would have that narrator going on there. Instead yeah. Of, you know, it really limited what the cast member uh, could make of could it. Do. You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they were the best part. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, Let's see here. The next update, update number three um, for the Parks panel, was uh, two attractions for Epcot. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy-inspired attraction uh, to be added to Future World. And it would take over where Ellen Universe of Energy is. Mm -hmm. And a Ratatouille-inspired attraction uh, going into the French Pavilion. And that actually just started construction, I think, uh, this past week. Yeah. Um, so both our attractions are set to open for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World Resort in 2021. Um, are you gonna sell them? No. <laughs> it was a good. It was a good nap spot though. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like a 43 minute attraction. Five minute, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 43, 45, something, somewhere around there. Um, we add the pre-show. Um, so this might be more of a uh, thrilling experience here, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And, um, yeah, I'm excited for both of these. Yeah, Ratatouille, I'm actually probably going to be able to ride that next year uh, when I go to Paris. Because uh, that's, you know, they're just cloning it from uh, Disneyland yeah, Paris. Yeah. So, um, no, yeah, looking forward to riding that before Florida, you know, before 2021. <laughs> I know, it's a long wait. Yeah, I think that one might be open before um, Guardians of the Galaxy opens, though. Yeah. I don't think they have as much work to do. Well, I heard that the Ratatouille ride is really awesome over there, so I'm hoping that it turns out pretty good. That's what I heard, too. But I also heard it uses a lot of screens, um, which is not something I'm usually too um, 
Banner. You're thrilled about, yeah. Yeah, to a lot of screens and a lot of attractions, you know, at Universal and Disney now, just a lot of yeah, 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 yeah. screen rides. Um, so the fourth date was a surprise that um, I was not expecting. That's the Tron roller coaster, um, which is in Shanghai Disneyland, um, is coming to the Walt Disney World Resort in Florida, and it'll sit uh, adjacent to Space Mountain. And is scheduled to open in time for the 50th on 2021 as well. It's going to be a good year to go. Yeah, if you know when to go. Um, yeah. Or if they yeah. open them all at once, I guess. Um, yeah, okay. so I guess all these will pretty much be done by 2020, so that way in 2021 people can Celebrate. ride them. Yeah. Um, a good part that I like about this, though, is that originally before D23, is there was rumors that this would be replacing the yeah. speedway. Uh, but I actually like that they're adding instead of replacing. replacing. Yeah, yeah. Just to keep another attraction. And the fact that, you know, the, the car um, speedway can have a, uh, you know, kids um, riding it. Um, but that, that speedway probably needs some sort of update as well. Yeah, it does. I mean, although it does stay busy. So, I mean, yeah, getting rid of it didn't make total sense if they mm -hmm. would have done that. And it yeah. is nice to add instead of, replace because they're doing a lot of replacing but yeah, like hollywood had four rides at the moment yeah but i'm excited super excited for the tron ride yeah i know um i mean i, I still have yet to watch tron it was not one that i grew up with so have to watch that one tron legacy and see you know what what the fuss is all about they're good what a review they're good <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what all you want me to say. <laughs> okay, so update number five is a Mission Space table service restaurant um, that will uh, go right next door to Mission Space. Um, not too much information on that. There's a cool concept art of it where it looks yeah. like you're, you know, eating above planet Earth. In the yeah, in one of those space things. Yeah, but it's nice to have another table restaurant in Epcot. Yeah, yeah, I feel like they're. Well, they don't have too many that aren't in the country. So. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You like Garden Grill in the land. Yeah. But. And the electric umbrella. Yeah, but it's not table service. That's just a quick service. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Table, yeah. Yeah, so if you're looking at like a sit-down restaurant, you know, you're mostly going to the countries. Yeah. All right, and Disneyland, Disneyland Paris getting an update here as well. Um, I don't think this will be done in time for when I visit, but. Um, they'll bring but favorite yeah. Marvel characters to Disney's Hotel New York, and that's the ho hotel I'm actually staying at. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, but I don't know if it'll be... It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. All right, so then update number seven is a Star Wars-inspired experimental resort that will push interaction to a new level. Um, that's from the D23 blog there, I mean, the Disney Parks blog. Um, it so... looks really cool, though. It does. I heard it's probably going to be, you know, it's going to be up there in price. But it sounds yeah. like you can just kind of have your own story. Um, you can either stay in the resort the whole, like, three days that the story takes place, or you can, like, expand your story by going to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Um, hmm. Just, like, a really cool resort um, that'll be, like, entirely character. Like, you, as you see in this, like, no, no actual windows outside. Yeah, the rooms look really cool though. Like where the 
kids' bunk beds are and everything. It looks like a legit spaceship. <laughs> oh, okay, I see what you mean there. Yeah, it looks like like sleeping quarters. Yeah. And the light looks like BB-8 to me. Yeah, it does. It's like a BB-8 style room. Yeah. It looks like it has sleeping bags on the bed. Do you see that too? Yeah. I guess like maps that you can roll out or something. Yeah. You'll immediately become a citizen of the galaxy and experience all that entails, including dressing up in the proper attire. Once you leave Earth, you will discover a starship alive with characters, stories, adventures that unfold all around you. It is 100% immersive, and the story will touch every minute of your day. And that's from Bob Iger. Yeah, sounds pretty cool. It'll be like nothing before. Yeah, exactly. I I like that, though, instead of um, just kind of having like a... Here's one, you know, like having like one of those all-star resorts where it's like yeah. your stairs is the Millennium Falcon or a lightsaber, you know. No, this would be cool. Probably go and just take the resort and not ever leave. Yep. Uh, so the next update, update number eight from D23 uh, Parks Panel, was a transportation system, uh, the uh, Disney Skyliner, also been referred to as the Gondola Transportations. Um, so it'll connect Disney's Art of Animation, Pop Century, and Caribbean Beach Resorts and other locations with Hollywood Studios and the International Gateway at Epcot. I think it'll be interesting to see how it all goes. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how often I'll ride it, but, um, you know. I mean, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool that's, um, you know, another way to kind of get there, especially for the resort, like, Art of Animation, Pop Century, and Caribbean that really only have, like, the buses. You know, to get to resorts. Yeah. You know, boardwalk, they you also, can walk, and, yeah. They also announced the Minnie Mouse vans. Yeah, the minivans, yeah. During that time. that uh, Kind of like Uber, I think, but it's a little more costly at the same time. Yeah, they're actually already out. I, I saw a few when we were yeah. down there, um, you know, last, uh, last week. week. Yeah. But they're cute. <laughs> yeah, I like them. I heard, yeah, I heard they are more expensive um, than Uber. But yeah, I mean, basically, you get to tell it where to take you. So. Yeah, exactly. Instead of you know, Instead waiting of for a bus. bus or yeah. Their trans- yeah. Okay, so the next update, update number nine, was Magic Kingdom Park will soon be home to a new inspired by Kansas City's Willis Theater. Um, so I'm guessing this will be uh, kind of off to the right by the, um, you know, the overflow or the the back walkway to Tomorrowland by um, by the Town Square restaurant. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's where this one's probably going to go. Um, if not, I don't really know if they're going – they haven't announced replacing anything, so it sounds like it's just going to be added in, in there, but there's you know not very – not a lot of information about around this one. Yeah. But I'm excited. I mean, I think it has good potential. They could put some good shows in mm-hmm. there and – Stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it's good also to have where, you know, because they used to have the Tomorrowland Theater back in the day um, oh, behind yeah. where Buzz Lightyear meets um, in Tomorrowland. Yeah, yeah. And um, it'd be nice to have more than just the castle stage for um, events and stuff. shows. Yeah. And the tenth date was Toy Story Land, which is currently under construction, will officially open in the summer of 2018. Um, and that was really just, I mean, they've already announced the, you know, the rides the and ride. stuff. So, um, the big news there is that it'll be out, you it's know, summer of 2018. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited for that one, I think. I've been waiting for Toy Story since we left Paris because 
we miss it by just like a couple months. Right? Yeah, yeah, their like version that. of they it. Were, yeah. Um, yeah, I think they have some more, you know, like attractions there because they have like the <laughs> parachute army. Um, yeah, um, there's our little. Yeah, they have the RC that. ride, and I think they have some other ones too. But just anything Toy Story Land or the yeah. idea of having a Toy Story. Yeah, I like that. Uh, you know, we were just there last week, and uh, they had unveiled the new models of the Toy Story Land and Star Wars right. Galaxy Edge, and it looked like that kind of uh, the alien saucer ride. Kind of looks like it's going to be like the Mater ride in in California. It's like the same sort of vehicle. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it'll probably be um, something similar to that, but uh, which I heard is fun. I don't think I got to ride the Mater one when I was there um, last year, so. Um, looking forward to writing that one when I go down in 2018. Yeah, the Slinky ride, yeah, because that looks cool. And then uh, update 11 is that they're changing Paradise Pier from um, California Adventure to Pixar Pier. Um, it looks like they have a Bing Bong confectionery in the concept art, Pixar Pier Theater. Um so that'll cool. be coming to uh, twenty in twenty eighteen, and it'll also have a Pixar Fest, a limited time celebration, which will bring new and returning favorites throughout Disneyland Resort. That's cool. Yeah, kind of like the big uh, the big Luxo Ball there, um, or the big uh, Pixar Ball yeah, there yeah. in the in a fountain or a play area there. Right. Yeah, I think Pixar needs a little more attention. All right, so then update. Or what were you I think Pixar needs a little more attention or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. They need more of the Pixar stuff. Okay, then update number 12 was uh, they're adding an additional cruise ship. That means by 2023, Disney Cruise will have nearly doubled the size of their current fleet. Hmm. That's crazy. Not much to say there. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> Update number 13 uh, was the Guardians of the Galaxy will be joined by Spider-Man and the Avengers in what will be a completely immersive superhero universe at Disney California Adventure. So, I mean, I heard hmm. as they were putting in the Guardians ride, you know, they were planning, I think it's going to be um, the section that currently has, like, Monsters, Inc., uh, the Monsters, Inc. ride in there. I think that's going to be most of the section that they're replacing. That'll be cool, though. The boys will want to go there. I'm kind of sad we have to go there for all the superhero stuff, but... Yeah, that's the bad thing about, um, you know, Universal already having those rights yeah. for it. Um, so that's, that's all the, you know, quick updates there from D23. Um, uh, you know, Disney uh, Studio News that was presented uh, during D23... You know, they showed a clip of Wreck-It Ralph 2, uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Uh, yeah. And, um, I think that'll be cool. Yeah, and they said people um, that the um, princesses from all the movies are, you know, uh, doing their yeah. voices again and, and being in there. Yeah, so it looks like on D23, they had a special viewing of a princess-tastic clip. That phrase is from D23 website there. Um, from Ralph Breaks the Internet, uh, which features all the original living Disney Prince voice actresses reprising their roles. Um, I, I heard tons of that clip where they said it was a uh, really cool um, kind of great app through the internet or whatever and, um, and all that. I think I think I heard that they even like poked fun at themselves a little bit or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. 
Um, the whole princess thing. Looks like that's also got a sneak peek out of, of Toko, and um, you know they also I think released some information on the Incredibles too. Yeah, it's been a long time. Then. Yeah, and no, I thought that one was probably the picture from that book set up for people the way that ended, and it just yeah. took uh, so long. No, I agree. And that's, that's why most people have been waiting and anticipating it. Along with all the movies to the second one, that was one that could really do a lot with. Yeah, it looks like they are also unveiled a Disney Toon Studios film. Uh, that's the studios that makes, you know, the planes uh, for size. Okay. Um, and they're, right now it's just known as like a space one, but it looks like it takes place in the Cars universe as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I did see that. And with that I'm kind of tired of the car plane spaceship. I think if they could do something really different with outer space, it could be cute. But yeah, I mean, I I wasn't a huge fan of the planes or planes fire and rescue. I just I don't know. I felt like it didn't have enough of a storyline. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Cars Three was good, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like you can still do a lot. Yeah, of it seems like when it's like the, the Cars seems to always be the better ones out of those. And a lot of people don't like Cars to begin with. Um, I enjoy Cars. I still yet to see Cars Two and Three though. Just kind of missed out on those. Um, I think Cars 3 is definitely better than Cars 3. When I went to go see Cars 3, I looked ahead and to, you know, get it. It was already out of theaters, by the way. <clears throat> so. Oh. Yeah, they don't stay in theaters that, that long anymore, it seems. Um, now, it's okay. Olaf's Frozen Adventure, a 21-minute Frozen holiday featurette opening in front of Coco. Oh. So this seems like it's one of the first times that a Disney Studios Short clip is playing in front of Coco, like a Pixar film. Um, now I wonder. I guess they'll still have the um, the short, short from Pixar in front of it. Um, that I'm not too sure on. Uh, I haven't heard anything. I hope. When does Coco uh, come It out? comes out on November 22nd in America, and I think everywhere else around October, like around Halloween. Oh, okay. Well, that would make more sense. Um, let's see here. So, yeah, they have the full cast back for Olaf's Frozen Adventure. Um, I'm kind of surprised it's 21 minutes. Yeah. Seems like a really... Uh, it's like a good... Uh, you know, that's like a full episode of a, of a television show. Yeah. TV, yeah, that's what I was um, Let's see here. They also said that um, uh, that the, you know, Frozen 2, which is coming out uh, in two years, November 27th of 2019. Um, Just kind of, I think that may have been the first time they had the date. Um, But they said that it's not going to be the official title, so they are going to come with the official title. Are they, uh, have they released what it's really going to be about? No, they haven't. There's a really uh, tight-lipped on uh, all that. looks like all they had was a behind-the-scenes video from a recent research trip. And I think the most that people got was from Ralph Breaks the Internet, Racket Ralph 2. Um, yeah. I think that was what they had most uh, to unveil there, and that's coming out November 21st of 2018. Because uh, that got pushed back. That was originally oh, okay. supposed to be in March, I believe. Um, but I think when the movie Gigantic, the Jack and the Beanstalk movie, got moved, it kind of started really shuffling around their schedule. Yeah. The other ones. And then you have Incredibles 2. Um, 
Let's see here, they don't have uh, that's uh, June 15th of next year, so that'll open up. Um, yeah, in less, less than a year now. Let's see here, Toy Story 4. Um, let's see here, that opens June 21st of 2019. Uh, that was originally supposed to be the 2018 movie, and I think they flipped those. Um, just because I think they, I think they uh, kind okay. of scrapped something at one point of Toy Story 4 and started over. Gotcha. Let's see here. That, what are they? Have they released what they're doing with that? No, no, no news on that one either. Um, I'm a little sad that they're doing another one. In yeah, I thought Toy Story three ended at like a perfect place. Good spot. I mean, don't get me wrong. Still, yeah, yet, I understand. Same way here. Just a little. All right, so that's pretty much all the D23 news all caught up here. But we do have some news from after D23. Um, some. Star Wars news here that um, Lucasfilm had fired Colin Trevorrow, who was supposed to direct Episode Nine. Uh, that's a that was supposed to come oh. out May of 2019. Um, so they fired him, and then they rehired J.J. Abrams um, from Episode Seven to come in and finish the trilogy. And that movie got pushed back to December 20 of 2019. Yeah. 2019. Yes, hmm. that's the fourth director firing from Lucasfilm since Disney bought them. Yeah, because you really? had. Um, wow. Let's see here, it might be only three. Uh, well, you had well, you had you had uh, the issues with Rogue One uh, that was reported, but um, they brought in another director to help out with that one, and. Um, but Gareth Edwards mm -hmm. still got the credit for it. Uh, you had Chris, uh, Chris Lord and Phil Miller, um, or Chris Miller, Phil Lord, Miller and Lord from Lego Movie. Uh, they were directing the Han Solo film, um, and then they were let go uh, during production. So which one? <clears throat> when is that one? Uh, May of next year. And they, they yeah, they oh. fired them with probably about seventy-five percent of the movie done, or they were almost done filming. Um, and then oh, wow. they brought Ron Howard on to finish the rest of it. And that's interesting. Then you had um, Colin Trevorrow fired. Uh, you, they've had some writers that have been let go, but that's always usually going to happen. You know, when you take multiple passes at the script. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm uh, you know I'm not too worried about it. I feel like uh, you know Colin Trevorrow did Jurassic World, um, which I thought was all right. Um, yeah. But I, I trust J.J. Abrams um, probably more to finish his own trilogy there, so I, I'm happy with yeah. that. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, they also had another director that they'd fired two years ago before he could even start working on anything. Uh, he was supposed to be making the book with that movie, but that was... Well, how, how come J.J. Abrams wasn't automatically the director for this one? Uh, he actually, um, he had only signed on to do one. I don't think he wanted to do another one. Um, I think he just yeah. kind of wanted to set it up and um, work on some more original stuff afterwards. Yeah. And then um, they also, uh, what the reports are, you know, from like Hollywood Reporter and places like that, are that um, they had asked Ryan Johnson, who's doing episode eight, to do episode nine, um, and he turned them down. Um, but that, that seems to be mm. because of him being burnt out. Um, 
because he's been working on this movie since before the Force Awakens even premiered. Um, and oh, then, wow. you know, so that's been like three years um, by the time he probably has been working on it. And yeah, um, he just now finished production. You know, like they just finished editing it uh, two days ago, I think, three days ago. Um, but I think it's just too quick for him to go right back in. Because they have to start from scratch writing-wise, too, for this next one. So, yeah, I think it's just yeah. a little... Yeah, too much for him at that time. February 16th, 2018, Black Panther uh, is scheduled to release. Um, so that's like the, you know, the next Marvel film after Thor Ragnarok, which comes out in November. Um, A Wrinkle in Time comes out March 9th, 2018. Uh, starring Oprah, Chris Pine, Reese Witherspoon, Mindy Kaling, Storm Reid. Um, With the lineup? Yeah, yeah, pretty good cast there. They have a Disney nature movie that's all about dolphins coming out next Earth Day. Oh. Uh, Avengers Infinity War uh, coming out May 4th, 2018, uh, which is not far away. That's not too far. Yeah, no. not too far either. And the Han Solo film, that's still on track for 2018, even though they've replaced directors. Uh, we have the untitled Christopher Robin project coming out August 3rd, 2018. Now, I don't know if you heard about this one either, but the Nutcracker and the Four Realms coming out no, November coming out November 2nd, uh, 2018. Starring Kira Knightley, Helen Mirren, Morgan Freeman, and an American Ballet Theater ballerina named Misty Copeland. That'll be good, too, I bet. Mary Poppins uh, returns December 25th, 2018. That's with Lin-Manuel Miranda from Hamilton and Emily Blunt. Yes, excited for that one. Yeah, I I feel like they got a good... um, I mean, I don't know if I've ever heard Emily Blunt sing... Oh, yeah. But uh, I'm sure she'll be all right. Um, Disney usually nails their casting, I'd say. Dumbo, March 29, 2018. That's uh, the next film by Tim Burton for Disney, and that is already in production, and the cast has been announced. Let me see if I can find out who's in it. Um, But, yeah, what's your thoughts on uh, Dumbo? Live action. I'm not too... I don't know. I have a hard time with Tim Burton. I'm never really into anything that mm-hmm. he has. And Alice in Wonderland was, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't like his take on things. I think that all the other live action movies that come out are much yeah, I've not seen the new one just because it just seems not really up my alley. Yeah, I mean, his are darker, mm-hmm. for sure. So it looks like the cast for Dumbo is going to include Colin Farrell, Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. Danny DeVito, Eva Green. And introduce Nico Parker and Tim Hobbs. So those two will be on the big screen for the first time. All right. Let's see here. Then we have cast news for the live-action Aladdin, which comes out May 24th, 2019. With, uh, that one should be good. Though. Yeah, Will Smith playing the genie. Uh, Mina Masoud uh, will be playing Aladdin. And Naomi Scott from Power Rangers playing Jasmine. That's good. That'll be a good cast, too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I wonder how... Um, Will Smith will do the, the genie. Seems like almost going back to his roots as a comic actor from like yeah, Fresh yeah. Prince. I think yeah, I think I'll do pretty good. Yeah, because it seems like a lot of times recently he's been a lot of 
serious. Yeah, serious, serious roles. And then we also have the live-action retelling of The Lion King, which doesn't have a date. And that's starring Donald Glover, James Earl Jones returning as Mufasa, and directed by Jon Favreau from Iron Man and Jungle Book. I'm excited for that one, too, because I thought Jungle Book was done really well. Yeah, especially when, you know, all of it was CGI except for the boy. Yeah. Looked really cool, really real. Um, and you have the live-action retelling of Mulan. Which is already that one I think will also be pretty good. Do you know who's going to be in that one? I don't think they've named the casting according to the website on ohmydisney.com or mm -hmm. ohmy.disney.com. All right, so I guess that about wraps the news. We'll quickly go to today in Disney history. I'll keep it short. So in this week in Disney history, 1988. Revenues from Disney's film studios passed U.S. $1 billion for the first time. And a year later, the animated TV show Chippendale's Rescue Rangers first airs on TV. How old does that make you feel? Mm, old. <laughs> Alright, and also this week uh, was the release of Lilo and Stitch 2, Stitch and Glitch, on video cassette and DVD in numerous countries. Uh, those are the really big ones. Um, not a lot going on this week in Disney history. All right, so next is our Pandora review. We both just went there for the first time, and um, why don't you give us your thoughts first? I feel like I've been blabbing. Well, I think it was cool. I like the. I think they did a really good job of, you know, making it look like Pandora and you kind of feel immersed into the avatar, you know, movie basically. Mm -hmm. Um, it made me want to go back and watch the movie again. Cause I've only seen bits and pieces of it, but, um, and I do want to go and see it at nighttime with all the bioluminescent lights and everything lit up at night. And cause we also haven't done the rivers of light yet, but, you know, I think it was done pretty good. We haven't been able to ride the Flight of Passage ride yet, but from what I saw of the Navi River journey, it was good. I, I liked the whole ride, and they did it really well. They didn't, like, spare any kind of detail. And I think our favorite part was the leaves above you where the um, frogs mm -hmm. are jumping on them and the whole leaf shakes, and it, you know, it's just so realistic looking. And even the animatronics of the avatars were very yeah the shaman at the end there was pretty cool looking um you yeah. know like the most realistic they've had they really stepped up their game um animatronic wise when you look at the seven dwarf mine train uh the frozen um and now the avatar you know they're just they look so much better than what they were yeah. doing previously i agree yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it too. I mean, as somebody that's never seen Avatar yet, um, it made me want to go watch it. I mean, I've yeah. I've never really had the urge to. You know, I wasn't one for really for going to see movies in 3D, and that was the big push about that movie, you know, eight years ago, was you got to see it in 3D. Oh, is it? I forgot about that. Yeah, that was what really kicked off a lot of the 3D phase where everything was coming out in 3D. But, yeah, 
Yeah, man, somebody that hasn't seen it, I mean, I enjoyed the river ride. I got, I actually got the ride Flight of Passage, which was kind of like a, you know, as I can explain to you, a, a soaring ride. Um, yeah. But the glasses, you know, kept slipping off, almost off my face. I had to keep pushing them up. Um, and you, like, straddle, like, a bike, and then these restraints just come, like, flying up to your calves and your back, which... Hmm. You know, felt really. It felt kind of cool, to be honest. It was just kind of like a whoa, you know. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but yeah. So it was a different, um, a different experience, you know. I mean, they had like the water splash up when you got close to the water, and I'm like instinctively turning my head away. Um, there's a point in it where it looks like you're gonna <laughs> crash into some animals, and you kind of tense up, you know. So it's That's it's cool. uh, yeah. It really different. I, I didn't get to see the queue because we had the fast passes, but you know, the queue I heard is really cool with the avatar. Um, floating in his tank and um yeah yeah i heard that that's a very interactive queue mm-hmm. with lots of things to do to keep you occupied while waiting in the long line which is awesome i mean because if you remember back in the day you know, um if a ride wait was like 120 minutes it's it's probably coming out of the queue you know yeah like if it was a two-hour wait or whatever but when yeah. we were there and the wait was 80 something to set that when I went for my fast pass, but the day before it was at like 125 minutes or something. Wow. And yeah. that is, you know, like two hours and five minutes, and the queue's still not even out the thing because they, you know, they prepare for that and make it in at least interactive and something to immerse yourself in. Oh. Yeah. All right, so I guess that's most of the review for Pandora there. Um, would you like to, as we're wrapping up here, just go over maybe what your favorite Disney park is? Uh, my favorite would be the Magic Kingdom. Uh, and that is because, well, I just think that that's the most magical one. When you're walking down Main Street, there's just no better feeling than that. And I, I feel like you're not really there until you've, you know, hit magic kingdom. So usually it's like the first park I want to go to and the park that I want to get to one more time before we leave, you know, my last park as well. Just, I don't know. It's just a special feeling that you get in the smells and the sounds of everything that's going on there. It's just a, it's Disney itself, you know? Yeah. I would say that's probably my favorite as well now. Um, it's always flipped back and forth as, you know, as a kid, it was Magic Kingdom. As I grew up, it was Epcot because of the countries. Then when I went back to work there in 2013, it was Magic Kingdom. Um, and now Animal Kingdom has risen up in that rank too, just for me working there and getting to really learn the the story of Dinoland and, and the story of the park as a whole. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, Magic Kingdom, my favorite ride is Pirates of the Caribbean, so it's always a must for me, and it never feels like a, like you said, a trip there. You know, it was weird that that was actually the fourth park I went to this trip instead of the first, and it just always feels weird if you do it out of order for me. Yeah, yeah. It's always best to end on that one, though, too, so. Yeah, which we didn't get to do either, so. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I mean, it was a... Uh, it was a good trip, short trip that we went last time. Uh, you get to make those short trips all the time now that you're down there, but for us up in the Northeast, yeah. it was a really short trip. 
And it's almost harder though making the short trips because then you don't feel like you get to, you know, we had the yeah, one night like stay on at the hotel, so it's yeah, it's so quick. You're not really in vacation mode, and you really want to mm, be. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up. Is there anything that you would like to promote? Yeah. If you want to check out, follow along my family's latest trips to Disney and everything else that we're up to, um, you can follow us on Instagram at Allgaier Adventures, A-L-G-U-I-R-E Adventures. All right. Yeah. And if you want to uh, you know, follow along with Behind the Dreams podcast, uh, you can do that at BehindTheDreamsPodcast.com. You can also go to Facebook.com backslash Behind the Dreams podcast. And what's the Instagram handle? Uh, Behind the Dreams podcast. All right. Well, I think that about wraps up. Thanks for taking the time and um, for listening, and we'll see you all next week. Bye. <laughs> see you real soon.